what an amazing day. So today I filmed Kevin Can Wait. It's the season premiere of Kevin Can Wait. So I'm a little excited. Just a little excited. I'm sitting at a cheesecake factory right now. It's late at night. I was at the set by mm, 9 a.m. Actually, earlier than that, 8 a.m. Because I had to put on this whole garb, this whole beard and mustache. And, you know, I don't want to give the whole thing away. But it's, the episode is nuts. It's, I thought it was belly laughing funny. And, but I didn't get to eat because I had this beard thing on. And you can barely get food through it without the hair getting stuck in your mouth. I posted it on Facebook and I posted it on uh, Twitter if you want to check out the pictures. And then once the episode airs, I can put up more or, or they announce it, I can put up more pictures and stuff. But it was cool seeing an old friend, comedian Pete Corielli, who actually helped write the, the premiere episode of Kevin Kuwait this year. And it was cool seeing Leah Remini. She's I don't know what it is. She brings something to that that cast, that show. That's like a... Uh, it's like she's been there forever. She's got this comfortable uh, professionalism, uh, the motherly... I, I can't explain it, but it's... I can tell just by watching Kevin. I mean, I can't speak for him, but... I don't know if it's because they're in a new season or because they actually, you know, you have someone there new. But either way, clearly, they're having a lot of fun there. And uh, I'm so glad to be part of it. So, with that said, I told you I'm in a cheesecake factory, so you hear the music blaring in the background. I'm heading out to Florida tomorrow. I don't know uh move my oldest daughter into college and I don't know how I feel about it yet I mean, I'm pretty sure with it I'm good with it but I don't know I guess I won't know until I drive away I mean there's part of me just really wants wants her to grow and become a person and, and I kind of can't wait to hang out with her the way I hung out with my dad when I get older, when I when I was 21, my father, I was in Florida, and my father goes, uh, yeah, let's go get a beer. Want to go get a beer? I was like, ah, I want to go out my dad. He's so much older. How boring is that going to be? So we walked this little place in Florida. I guess we drove. Yeah, we definitely drove. It was only like, it, it, it was... Two-thirds of a mile. It wasn't very long, but... So we drive over there. Swamp Water Owls. That was the name of it. How about that for a name? Swamp Water Owls, which... Definitely does not exist anymore, but... Uh, I remember going there. And, you know, my father's having a beer, whatever. I don't remember anything we talked about. I just did not want to be hanging with my dad. It was awkward. I never did it before. And um, I'm pretty sure I, back then I, I don't know, I'm pretty sure I 
had grass or smoked or smoked or something. So I went outside. I said, Dad, I'm right back. I went outside. Hooked up with some other people that I kind of knew. I was out there a good ha- 20 minutes, half hour, which seemed like. It was probably shorter than that. Which now I think about it, it's kind of dicky leaving my dad like that. But when I came back in, I completely had a panic attack because there was this huge circle of people in an area and they were making a lot of noise and they were in the area where I left my dad. And as I walked over there, I really panicked. Here comes my meal, yeah! Ah, awesome, thank you. Anything else I can get for you today? No, looking good. Enjoy your meal. Thank you, buddy. And when I came back, yum, chicken Bellagio, cheesecake factory. Um, I saw my father was holding court with guys my age and college students, and they were laughing so hard. I mean, they were howling. I don't know what the hell he was doing. He was he was saying these really filthy jokes and one-liners. Go get laid. And I just couldn't believe my father was not only relating to all these young people, but making them laugh so freaking hard. And one guy turned to me and said, Hell, I want to rent him out. How do I take him home? Is he your father? He's a freaking pisser. And that was a relationship that started and lasted for 30 years until he passed away. I loved him. He was my best friend. Well, not my best friend. He was a great hangout buddy. Your best friend is... But I miss him a lot. And that's what I, that's what I kind of hope happens with me and my daughter. I want to be that hangout when she's an adult. I, want, I, I can't wait for her to become an adult and I want to hang out with her. I already told her I want to go to Scotland with her. Just me and her. Hang out in a pub and just for hours. Hang out, belly laugh, talk, be friends, be able to guide her. Still be a dad, but at the same time, now forming a whole new relationship on a different level. So that's where I'm going tomorrow. Should be interesting. <laughs> Alright, let me take a break and have a meal here. Yeah, well, as at least your dick don't hurt. Okay, you know what the worst is? I just got back to my house. I love coming home. You know that feeling if you've ever been away from your house for a little bit and it always feels good to go somewhere? But you walk in, you just get a feeling... And even though I'm alone here, I still have that feeling of home. I'm looking at the pictures of my girls. I walked into my oldest daughter's room knowing I'm never gonna, it's like she's not gonna be there. She's gone. She's just completely gone. I walk in her room and I just see pictures of me holding her as a dad and she's this little girl. Yeah, look at the bathroom, the one last mess. I'm not gonna be coming down the hallway going, hey, psh, time to go to bed, all right? Otherwise, mom's gonna come in here and yell. I'm gonna get, I think I'm gonna cry a lot. No way, no way. What is this garbage?
Anyway, really, you know, it's going to hit me when I'm home. Like, now I got to walk out of her room. I'm starting to be like, starting to like get all freaked out. I'm going to cry. Ugh, I don't do that. I hate goodbyes. <laughs> but it's just that in general, that feeling you come home, like, oh, this is great. It's beautiful outside. The cats are meowing. Meow. Petting them. Sat down. I took out ice cream, which I'm not going to eat. This is really bad. I started watching all my calorie intake. And uh, I, don't know, I guess a guy my age is supposed to maybe 2,500 2, a day. But lose a pound a day, just do two. Anyway, I'm trying to watch my calories. What's the first thing I do? I open up the freezer. After coming home from Cheesecake Factory, I said, I will not have a piece of cheesecake, nor will I submit to that uh, any type of dessert and the cheese or the cake or the factory zone. So I come home, first thing I do is open up my freezer and there's Ben and Jerry's, PB and cookies, non-dairy. That's how it gets you to now too. It's non-dairy. Because you were hungry. Are you allowed to eat jelly donuts, Private Pile? Sir, no, sir! And why not, Private Pile? Sir, because I'm too heavy, sir! Because you are a disgusting fat body, Private Pile! Sir, yes, sir! Your home feels so good to be home. I had a great day at work. I love seeing everyone there. I love watching... Kevin James' work. I like watching all of them, that whole cast. Leah, it, it, the, the directing, the writer. I, I love all that. I miss it. It feels so good to be around it. But even though still, hour and a half, hour and a half, which is nothing when you want to get home. And you get home, you're getting ready for bed. Nobody's here. Like, oh, this is going to be so awesome. And I'm, I go in my bedroom, and the first thing I see is cat puke. Ugh. Just two, three clumps of hairball cat puke. Now, I have a conscious decision to make here. Do I? And you know what? I should take a picture of this too. I should definitely take a picture of this cat puke. Hold on. Now I got a decision to make. Do you... I'm really not in the mood for this, man. I was not expecting to see cat puke. At all. And not only not see it, but... To clean it up? Ugh. So my conscious decision is, do I, my first, I'm not going to lie to you, my first instinct was, I'm not cleaning that up. I'm not cleaning it up. I don't care what, I'm just, I'm not going to clean it up. And how do I get away with that? Well, no one knows it was here. No one knows it was here. The only people been here have been my in-laws. And that's just to feed the cats. So if I leave it, all of us won't be home on a Sunday night. And for all anyone knows, this happened on Saturday night. 
I never even saw this. This wasn't even here. But then this part of me like, you know what, man? It's such a, that's such a dick move. Such a dicky move. Like just go get some paper towels. Pick it up for your wife. Your wife would clean. You're just not in a mood. Those are little things. John, you freaking nuts. We'll do it for John. Oh. See, the thing with cat puke is, it's, uh, you got to mentally prepare for it. You can't just, oh, there's some, let me just lift that right. You got to, I got to mentally prepare for for, for picking up goo. It's all brown. I know which cat is too, because she's looking at me. Oh, God, I'm trouble. She keeps running on the bed. It's all hairs in it. I'm doing the right thing. I'm cleaning up. See? Some of you see. Oh, yeah. Weren't you on Saturday Live 50,000 years ago? Yeah, that was me. Weren't you in like one of the biggest cult pop movies of all time? A movie called... Yep, that was me. Oh, you've been staring... Yep, yeah, yeah. You've been doing specials, that last special? Yeah. You know you know all that, all that does for me? It entertains, but at the end of the day, I'm cleaning cat shit from driving home Two and a half hours. Been gone all week. But I'm cleaning up cat shit. At the end of the day. So it all comes down to all the money I made, all the money I make. I'm cleaning cat shit. There you go. Always do the right thing. That's it? That's it. I got it. I'm gone. That looks good. See, now, here's another thing. Now I have to determine, do I tell my wife, do I tell my wife that there's pet, uh, cat puke here? Because, quite honestly, at 12.30 at night, when you see cat puke, but I'm going to say most people would have kept on walking. But she's extremely precise. So... All right, now I cleaned it. I think the right thing is just leave it. And if you notice something, well, then... Ew, nasty, man. Who you? Damn. Freaking girls were in my bathroom. Uh, do I tell her? Yes. Or should I just, um... See if she notices it. Because then, what I can't stand is I'll go, hey, the uh, cat puke. When? Well, while we away, I came home. Oh, you know. Did you clean it up? Yes. What'd you use? How did you clean it? Well, I picked it up with a paper towel. It just doesn't matter. Did you use wet naps? I yes, I used wet naps. Where is it? And she's got to look at it. And she's going to look at it. And she's going to go, it's still dirty. It's still nasty. You have to do this, that, this, and that. And it's like, but I've already told you this. You know, I have dropped. This has happened at least two other times. It's like, I just. I'm not even going to tell I'm not going to tell her. 
I cleaned it. It's official. I'm not telling her. We should take a walk outside because it's really nice out. Hold on. That's my favorite sound. Like tree frogs, crickets. I hope you guys can hear that in the background. It's pitch black. You can see a million stars. Completely unplugged. Well, not really completely because I'm recording, so. And I have my phone in my hand, so. That was a dumb statement. 99% unplugged. This reminds me so much of the, where I grew up. I grew up in Long Island. I met my best friend Phil when I was five and he was three. And we grew up on that street. Me, him, Billy Kirshner, Jeffrey Kaufman, Tommy Lennon, the Egans, the Byers. We we lit, we were out on the street all the time, the entire summer. All of us just out. And the best part was always at night. We'd get some chairs. We'd sit right at the end of the driveway, like you're not in the street, but you're just in the driveway, and we'd just stare up at the leaves. And, you know, my my mom would let me do, you know, she would check on me, like, every, you know, every once in a while. I'd turn back to the house, and I'd seen the screen door. My mom, everything good? Yeah, ma. We're just, we're just looking at stars and stuff. And she let us hang out there. And hanging out till like 11, when you're, I had to been about 10, 10 to 12. It's just such a great feeling. We would look on the edge of, uh, of the leaves and you'd see shapes and people and monsters. Like, yeah, it's my, that looks like uh, the gym teacher, Mr. Duffins, don't it? Look at his fat chin, that's Mr. Duffins. Oh, yeah, I see it. I see it right over there. <laughs> we would do that for hours. Hours and hours. So the only thing is, where we grew up, it was in Queens. It was Valley Stream, so there's a lot of traffic. Uh, step a little later. There's more cars driving around. There's stores are a little later. Where I live here, I mean, just not listen to that. Now, when I first moved out here, I was freaked out. I'm not gonna lie, I was completely freaked out. You ever watch uh, my, uh, my cousin Vinny? And he can't sleep. <laughs> And he's finally... What the fuck is that? So when I first came out here, we would leave the screen doors open because it's beautiful. I mean, listen to this. I love that sound. It's my favorite sound of the summer. That and the... Um, Cicadidids or whatever they were. No. The cicadas. In August, I love that sound. 
We'd stay out and parents would let us out. You know, someone asked me, I think I said it too, what age would I want to go back to? I think I would, I'd definitely go back to being a kid. You got nothing. You don't have to worry about a job. You don't have to worry about money. You don't, this, this, you don't have to worry about anything. Your big worry is, is how are we going to, how are we going to balance out this stickball game? Because there's seven of us. That was stressful. It was really stressful as a kid. I mean, there's no, it's, kid, you're free. You talk about anything and everything because you're not small-minded yet. You haven't been brainwashed. You haven't had a certain view rammed down your throat from your parents or the news that you watch or read. You're just a kid enjoying life every day. That That is... You know, when I was... I forgot what Star Wars it was. And Yoda goes... Uh, well, Obi-Wan goes... He goes just... Whatever. He can't find a planet. Right? So he goes to the main office that has all this information and all this data and stuff. And he's like... Uh, you know, if you could help me, I, I've lost a planet. And she goes, oh, what's the planet? And she goes in this big library and looks and she goes, sorry, it does not exist. Yes, but I, I know for a fact that it exists. And she goes, it's not in our system. It does not exist. But then he, he can't figure that out because he knows it's there. So he goes to see Yoda who's teaching kids. And Yoda goes, hmm, Obi-Wan seemed to have lost a planet, children. Hmm, put in a system. How can this have possibly disappeared? And the little kid's like, someone erased the file, probably erased the files. Hmm, the mind of a child. Truly wonderful the mind of a child is. It would be awesome to be that age again. I started thinking about this too. All right. I need to go to bed. I'm so tired. I'm sorry if I'm rambling. You know, my still had a lot of lot of uh, passings the last uh, two years. People very close to me, sisters, mom, dad, just. But that's that's not the uh, that's not the direction I'm going here. I don't like the feeling or lack of feeling. My whole life, I always felt like you know we go somewhere. Whenever you pass, you go somewhere. I'm not gonna lie to you. I started thinking completely other things when I watched it firsthand, and it was part of me that went, you know. Maybe this really is it. This is just thoughts. I said, what if this is it? You, you're born here. You live your life. You go on to achieve or not achieve whatever's going down. And you have your family and your friends and your marriage. And 
accomplish some things and win some trophies or don't win or don't win trophies and whatever clothes you ever buy and wear do you go anywhere when it's over and my father would say well they don't come back to tell you about it and I hate that feeling I really hate that feeling because I love being here how can you even in my worst days even most bored out of my life what I mean what can't you see out of life like, I think we just need to all sit down was I need to sit down whenever I sit down and completely unplugged it makes life so simple it's like being on a lake and then you're right back into the nut house and the wackiness so I think I started thinking Do you, if, let's say you reincarnate. Now, when I say reincarnate, you don't even have to be something. To me, you know, we could be just energies. What if we're just energies that travel? Because everything has an energy. So, <laughs> technically, you can be stuck and be a tree. Now, as that tree, do you, do you have energy? Are you a, is there a soul? Clearly, you don't remember this, but is, is that too wacky? Am I going too far out there? Because I started thinking, what, what if you can reincarnate as anything? I'm a, I'm a bee. Like, does that exist? Does that happen? Energy keeps moving, so... Does that happen? I don't know. I hope so. I started thinking about that. And then it was like, all right. So if you pass away, let's say you reincarnate. Now if you reincarnate, don't you wish you could remember everything? I do. Like, wouldn't that kind of suck? You don't remember anything? You know, people say, well, it's a deja vu. Is it kind of... Yeah, but you don't know that for a fact. You don't know what that is. You can't say, yeah, no, it's just you. It's because you lived it. Did you live it before? Then no, you don't even know what you're talking about. How can you say that if you don't know? It's just you're guessing. You're hoping. So am I. But for reincarnated, I'm even at the point where would be that would be amazing I'd be so I'd be happier knowing about when the days end whatever whatever we go off into but that's what we do we travel and we become something else so if you can't remember any of this God I can live with that I really should go to bed I'm going too far out there for you. <laughs> but this is what I like doing. This is me and my friends do. 
and started in uh, high school and it still is the same. Three kids, family, do whatever. This is all the things we try to figure out. You know, another thing I think about when I, when I sit outside, we all talk about, you know, when you look at the stars, see people will say that three light years away, like you're looking at something three years ago. How do you, how do you know that? How do you, how do you even know that? How do you figure you don't know where it is? You got something that travels three hours to show up and put a tape measure on it and see how long it takes to get back here? Even with math, what do you, I don't, if you don't know where it ends, how can you freaking predict how big it is or it's three light years away. It's three years away. Some of these are already burnt out. All right, Einstein. All right, Mr. Mr. Astronomy. I know a lot about stars. You ever meet those dudes? Like, well, uh, you know, it is the time of month. We're like, all right. What are we, back on the prairies? Take it easy. <laughs> like, how far is it? Like, what's out there? What is all that? What is all that? And when you start staring at stars, you see like millions and millions of other stars. And it, and they start popping up more and more the more you stare. And your eyes get adjusted. Like, what? We, that just, that blows my mind that that may just never, it, it, there's just no ending. I can't, I can't comprehend that. I can't, I can't get that. I, I can't grasp that. I'm just way too dumb to figure that out. I keep hearing little weird noises on my deck. Not my dick, my deck. I think it's a cat or raccoons. And why do we still look for Bigfoot? I was going to say, when I first moved out here, how freaked out I was. Because there's noises that you would hear in the woods that you don't hear anywhere else. And we heard, we heard a, a fox. And when it's, it gives like a stress call to scare other animals away, or one of its kids is missing, or whatever, it makes this, it sounds like a, it sounds like a three-year-old screaming. And the whole thing echoes in the woods. Ugh, screech owl. Do you even know what a screech owl is? It's horrifying. I thought a child was being tortured in the woods in my backyard. I called the police. I was in a full-blown panic attack. But the more, the more I stayed here, the more I realized there's nothing, there's no boogeyman. There's no boogeyman. I wouldn't leave the screen door open. Not the screen door, the screen window. No way. No way. Everything double locked. 
<laughs> I mean, but I'm always going to also kind of feel like I always have to lock. He gets mad at lock all the doors. I mean, no. All it takes is one doof, and then I got to use uh, our friend Claire. Because once they're in the house, Claire is legally allowed to take them out. Bring it on Saddle up! But I... I I need to go to bed, that's what I know. I was all over the place tonight, but I don't care. I really don't care. That is such an awesome sound. I wish I had a hammock, I'd go to sleep out here tonight. Alright, I'm gonna get my bag for tomorrow, heading to Florida. Can't wait to see everyone. My daughter's going in college. Wow. I, I, it just hasn't hit me. I cannot guess. Thank you for listening. All the time, thank you for listening. More and more of you coming up after the shows. Like, yeah, listen to podcasts. And I'm like, yeah. Because people don't even know that. They'll watch Facebook and like, I love your podcast videos. You know, they're Facebook. I love your HBO special with the comedies. I was never on HBO. You, you, you know, the HBO, it's all just one big. It's funny. I need to go to bed. All right, I'm going to bed. I set my alarm. And I hope I didn't go too far out there for you. <laughs> I'll talk to you next week.